Well, good morning. Welcome back to the Broadcast Retirement Network. I'm Jeff Snyder. This is BRNAM for Thursday, September 1st, 2022. And our top story today, student loan forgiveness. Are you eligible? Well, joining me now to discuss this and a lot more, Betsy Mayotte is the president and founder of the Institute of Student Loan Advisors. Betsy, always great to see you. Thanks so much for joining us on the program this morning. Yes, of course. We've got lots to talk about this this round, don't we? Yeah, we, we do. And it's a follow up. But I want to just ask you, how is Alice doing? I know she went to the groomers today and I'm sure she's going to look fine and pretty. Alice has made several appearances on the program. Yeah, uh, she was not happy about going to her beauty appointment, but she will actually be much happier and run around like a kitten when she gets home. It's funny how they appreciate, they don't appreciate getting the haircut, but when they get it, they skirt, they're like, it's like they're 20 years younger. All right, Betsy. She's a whole new woman. It is. She's going to be a whole new woman. And as you know, we talked about this before we went on. We have our cats and they're like people. They're like babies, but they're not really babies because our cats are 14 years old. Okay, let's talk about this student loan forgiveness. Um, recently announced by the Biden administration, the Department of Education, and you had kind of really teed this up for us the last month when you were on that this could could happen. Uh, first of all, who is eligible for this? Yeah, so um, let me just be clear that at this point, we are still waiting for a lot of additional guidance, but here's what we know so far. Uh, if you have federal student loans, uh, especially if you have federal direct loans, and that doesn't matter if it's a Stafford loan or a Graduate PLUS loan or a Parent PLUS loan you took out for your children, then you are potentially eligible for this forgiveness, even if the loan's in default. Now, Perkins loans and the old Federal Family Education Loan Program loans, uh, we, we believe are going to be eligible, but those we are waiting for further guidance as to whether these people will have to consolidate to get the eligibility or not. Um, so to be clear, they should just hang tight. Now, the other piece to the eligibility is your income. In order to get this uh, forgiveness. Is that your phone? That's a yeah. very interesting ring that you have, Betsy. Please tell, before you go into that, just tell us a little bit about your ring. Um, well, that was a text alert. It's a loon, the bird, a loon. Okay. Very, very cool. Anyway, so but if we have time at the end, if the time at the end, ask me about another alert I have, and that's related to this forgiveness uh, story. Okay. So anyway, um, I apologize. Rookie no, you mistake. are so fun. I love, I love talking. We love talking to you, Betsy. Rookie mistake, but um, so <laughs> you're no rookie for single. <clears throat> excuse me, for single uh, tax filers, your income needs to be below. Uh, your adjusted gross income needs to be below 125000 in either the tax years 2020 or 2021 in order to qualify for the 10000 in forgiveness. For married households or head of households, the income has to be, the adjusted gross income has to be below 250000 Now, as a bonus, if you ever received a Pell Grant, um, that forgiveness can go up to 20000 Now, the income thresholds remain the same, but you could actually get up to 20000 forgiven. That's, that's pretty significant, obviously, uh, and significant for many people, especially if they have income up to 125000 if they're individuals or two fifty as a as a, a household. Let me ask you a question. I know we're waiting for guidance. How long does it take for guidance to, is it, a 60, is it the same as like every other industry, 60 days, 90 days, 120 days? 
Um, the Department of Education has said that they plan to have additional guidance as well as the process um, that people will need to go through within a couple weeks. They've been ready for this for a while. Uh, so I believe that it will, we'll have it by October. I'm pretty confident. And I know you said that the official process is going to come out. I've been doing a little bit of reading in advance of our conversation. I read somewhere that for 8 million people out there, this may automatically be done because the Department of Education, I guess, has income data and they can kind of cross-reference it with the federal student loan roster and they can do whatever they need to do. So you, you may not have to do anything. And I underscore the word may. That's right. Uh, in general, if you, we think the way it's going to work is that if you've applied for an income-driven plan or filled out the FAFSA in the last two years, you're, prob- you're the one who's probably not going to have to do anything. But sit back, put your patient's pants on, and wait for it to happen. <laughs> now, to be clear, while the process we think is going to be open by October, it's going to take a minute for them to get through the 40 million, uh, 40 million plus federal student loan borrowers that are potentially eligible for this. So that doesn't mean your forgiveness is going to happen in October. It might not happen till December. It might not happen till January. Um, again, patience is going to be the thing because there is not going to be any way to accelerate when you actually get the forgiveness. Last question before we go to a commercial break. Um, I know we're waiting on guidance, but what about taxation? Uh, is there, are there taxes? Uh, could there be taxes? Let me ask it that way. Um, could there be taxes at either the federal level or the state level, depending on what state you're in, if the student loan is wiped off the books or por- a portion of it is wiped off the books? So at the federal level, no. Uh, last year, the year before, Congress uh, at least temporarily ended the taxation of student loan forgiveness. And that runs at this point through the end of 2025. There are some states that are going to tax it, however. Uh, unfortunately, I can't tell you which states it is, uh, but there are a few that, that are going to tax it. Unless they, I, unless they make a quick change. Yeah. I, I was going to say they can certainly find out on freestudentloanadvice.org, which is your website, and probably their own state's website, and maybe the Department of Education, I would think, too. I think the best place to, because we're not tax experts, we're just student loan nerds, so the best place is to check your <laughs> own state uh, state revenue website. Okay, very good. Uh, Betsy, I need to take a very quick break. Uh, we come back. What if you don't qualify for student loan forgiveness? Quite a possibility, especially if you have a private student loan. We, well, we've got some answers for you. You're going to want to stay tuned right here on BRN AM. Imagine a new television network that will make you richer, healthier, and in control of your financial future. This network is for the policewoman in Nashville, Tennessee, the baker in Dubuque, Iowa, the teacher in Lexington, Kentucky. We want to make the idea of savings and retirement culturally relevant. But what do you see as a defining issue of the midterms? Especially for the smaller businesses. I mean, they are the lifeblood of the American economy. 
featuring exclusive interviews, current affairs, and docu-series. 33 yeah. years old, you retired early. The philosophy is money only matters if it helps you live a life that you love. But you gotta start thinking about retirement as soon as you get in. The Broadcast Retirement Network will drive very high engagement with premium partnerships. So this isn't retirement and savings for your parents or grandparents. This is for all Americans. And we're gonna change the way you think about money. Welcome to the next frontier of retirement and savings. This is BRN, the Broadcast Retirement Network. Are you stuck with a low credit score? A credit report and score that's causing you to be denied credit or pay higher interest rates than others for the same things? Then do what Terrence did and called Credit Repaired for your free credit evaluation to help restore your credit. I started thinking about buying a new house and my score wasn't where I needed it to be. I called and spoke with one of the representatives and we just had a good conversation and I, I liked what he was saying. Just one call for his free credit evaluation was all it took to start back on the track to repairing his credit. I'm seeing the deletions and I'm getting the report so I know something's being done. It does make a difference to me. All it takes is one call to get started. Credit repair has given me a second chance to have a better credit score. Don't let a low credit score hold you back another day. Do what Terrence did and make the call for your free credit evaluation. Call 800-819-4152. That's 800-819-4152. Again, 800-819-4152. Welcome back. We're talking to Betsy Mayotte. She is the founder and president of the Institute of Student Loan Advisors. Betsy, thanks for sticking with us this morning. Yeah, no problem. Love talking about this stuff. Yeah, and I can't, I know you're a nerd or you claim to be a nerd. I don't think you're a nerd. I think you're just a smart person. You said you had a story, real quick, before we go into what to do if you don't have, get forgiveness. You said you had a different ringtone or something that you wanted to just tell us um, that linked back to the story in segment one. Yeah, so uh, this will speak to your Game of Thrones fans in your audience. So <laughs> we do a lot of work on Reddit in the student loan and the public service loan forgiveness sub answering questions for people. And when the announcement of the of the Biden student loan relief came out last Wednesday, we were ready for it. We made a mega, they call it a mega thread post to try to answer as many questions as possible. And that that post alone ended up with, I think, 13 or 14,000 uh, comments and questions. And at one point on Wednesday night, they were coming in so fast. So my alert, if someone pings me on Reddit, is Hoder which again, if you're a Game of Thrones fans, you'll remember Hoder only ever says Hoder. Um, and at one point they were coming in so fast, all I could hear from my phone was Hoder, 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 Hoder. <laughs> and if you remember the scene from the show, I just wanted to yell out, shut the door. Um, so that's funny. That's again, this, funny. Will, this will only make sense to Game of Thrones fans, but. Uh, well, I, I've, I've seen it, I've seen it. And I know there's a prequel out uh, on HBO Max now or HBO now. Um, so I think that's getting a lot of attention. All right, Betsy, let's uh, great, great story, by the way. And we appreciate that. We love, we love having not only you, but Alice and talking about all these ancillary things because it makes it this fun. Okay. So let's talk about if you don't get forgiveness, but number one, the moratorium on student loan repayments was extended to December 31st of 2022. Is that correct? That's correct. So anybody who's already been under the COVID waiver, enjoying no payments being required and the 0% interest and the other benefits, they can continue to enjoy those benefits uh, until December 31st. And 
I know we've heard this before. It's a little bit of Charlie Brown and Lucy in the football at this point. Uh, <laughs> but they've said, this is it. This is the last extension. Um, and I believe them. Unless something dramatic changes uh, with, you know, the, with COVID or monkeypox or something else, uh, I believe that this really is going to be the last extension. Okay, okay, Betsy. So, assuming Lucy isn't holding the ball for Charlie Brown, twelve thirty-one. Now, what do I do if I have a private student loan um, and I'm not included in this loan forgiveness? Nor do I meet the household or, or individual thresholds. What can I do as an individual? Because interest rates are going up, right? We've seen the Fed raise rates, and that's an indirect relationship with student loans. But if you have a variable rate loan, you could see rate increases. So what do, you, what do I do if I, if I don't qualify for forgiveness? Well, private loans are the ones most at risk for the interest rate uh, increases. The vast majority of federal loans these days are actually a fixed rate. So the fact that rates are going up won't necessarily affect them very much. But if you do have a private loan, uh, you can try to refinance at a lower fixed rate uh, if your credit supports that. Um, and whether you have a private or federal, uh, you know, it's the bottom line is the faster you pay and the more you pay, the less you're going to pay in interest. So especially federal loan borrowers who are enjoying the 0% interest rate, uh, take advantage of that and pay down as much of the balance as you can, or even better, you can sort of get two bites of the apple. Uh, we're recommending that people actually pretend to make payments on their student loans, but make those payments into some sort of interest-bearing account with the plan of making one big lump sum payment uh, right before the moratorium ends. So you can earn a little bit of interest on the money that you're gonna use to pay a loan that's not accruing any interest. So again, it's, it's very rare you actually get two bites of the apple like that. Uh, Betsy, um, let's assume uh, well, let me ask you this. Uh, do you think that there'll be another wave of loan forgiveness? So, uh, I, and the reason why I ask this is because, you know, there's an election coming up. So it's, you know, you can't help but see, and this is not a political show, but you can't help but see through that lens, um, potentially. So is this, is this a one-time loan forgiveness or, or is it a perpetual thing like next, next two years from now in 2024? Hey, you know, let's revisit that. No, I mean, I'm really glad you asked that, that question. So as you and I have discussed before, I've been in this industry since the earth was round. And, you know, <laughs> I've, I've researched the Higher Education Act and the history of higher education policy back to the 70s. The fact that we are getting forgiveness now is because of an extremely unique alignment of, of the policy stars, so to speak. The Biden administration is hanging their authority to be able to do this on the pandemic. If it wasn't for the pandemic and it wasn't for the national emergency, uh, you know, they would not have the authority to, to do this. Uh, the other thing is that it's an extremely controversial, even on the Democratic side, um, it's an extremely controversial move uh, because the, mainly because it doesn't solve the problem. Student loans aren't the problem, they're the symptom. The problem is the cost of higher education. And even amongst Democrats, I don't think there's a lot of appetite, especially now that we've cleared away the most, some of the most vulnerable borrowers with this move to do additional forgiveness off, which is taxpayer money. It's the taxpayers that pay for it yep. without doing something to stop them from accruing all over again. Um, I saw uh, some data that shows that with this forgiveness, 
the amount of federal student loan debt will be back to what it is today in 2026. So only like like three years, it's gonna take for it to build right back up to where, where it is now. Betsy, we only have about 45 seconds left, but I wanna ask you, what what is being done uh, to address the, you know, we're talking about the symptom. The symptom is student loan debt, uh, borrowing, et cetera. But what is being done to deal with the real malady here, the issue, which is the cost of higher education? Is this something that's being looked at in the Congress, among regulators, um, uh, you know, more colleges? I, I mean, how does this get solved? And again, I apologize asking you this question with just under a minute left, but just your quick thoughts. Um, a frustrating little, a frustratingly little amount. Um, the Biden administration put in the Build Back Better Act into the reconciliation bill last year, which would have done a lot, and it got stripped out pretty much immediately without so much as a whimper. So there's a frustratingly small little amount of action being done to address the real problem. Yeah, it's it's unfortunate, but I, you know, we have got to keep moving, and this is why these legislative sessions, the regulatory environment, and people need to be involved. Uh, if you've got a kid going off to college, a grandkid, or maybe you want to go off to college at some point, costs have to come down. You know, there's competition. Costs should come down. Betsy, we'll have to bring this up. Next time you come on, we'll talk about maybe not college loans. We'll talk about the cost of college. Maybe we'll do that I would that love issue. to. I would love to. We'll do that. Betsy Mayotte, always a pleasure chatting with you. Great ringtones, great stories. Thanks so much for joining us, and we look forward to having you back on the program again very soon, my friend. Take care. And that wraps up this episode of BRNAM. Have a topic of interest, somebody you think we should talk to, drop us a line. And don't forget, for all the latest curated news and lifestyle wellness, finance, tech, so much more, and all in one place, check out today's edition of our daily newsletter, The Morning Pulse. Want to search our archives, check out our latest content? Well, visit our website and, of course, our streaming partners. We're back again tomorrow. We'll be taking a look back at one of our best of shows. Then we've got BRN Weekly on Saturday. Until then, I'm Jeff Snyder. Stay safe, keep on saving, and don't forget, roll with the changes. Now is your opportunity to co-create content around any topic on the first lifestyle and wellness network. Reach a global audience through our platform and co-own exclusive branded content. All of our programs are available on demand and also as audio-only podcasts so you can take us on the go. Broadcast Retirement Network, available anytime, anywhere, and on any device.